أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغلوب عليهم ولا الضالين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ياسين والقرآن الحكيم إنك لمن المرسلين على صراط مستقيم تنزيل العزيز الرحيم لتنذر قوما ما أنذر آباؤهم فهم غافلون لقد حق القول على أكثرهم فهم لا يؤمنون إنا جعلنا في أعناقهم أغلالا فهي إلى الأذقان فهم مكمحون وجعلنا من بين أيديهم سدا ومن خلفهم سدا فأغشيناهم فهم لا يبسرون وسواء عليهم أأنذرتهم أم لم تنذرهم لا يؤمنون إنما تنذر من اتبع الذكر وخشي الرحمن بالغيب فبشره بمغفرة وأجر كريم إنا نحن نحيي الموتى ونكتب ما قدموا وآثارهم وكل شيء أحصيناه في إمام مبين واضرب لهم مثلا أصحاب القرية إذ جاءها المرسلون إذ أرسلنا إليهم اثنين فكذبوهما فعززنا بثالث فقالوا إنا إليكم مرسلون قالوا ما أنتم إلا بشر مثلنا وما أنزل الرحمن من شيء إن أنتم إلا تكذبون قالوا ربنا يعلم إنا إليكم لمرسلون وما علينا إلا البلاغ المبين قالوا إنا تطيرنا بكم لئن لم تنتهوا لنرجمنكم وليمسنكم منا عذاب أليم قالوا طائركم معكم أئن ذكرتم بل أنتم قوم مسرفون وجاء من أقصى المدينة رجل يسعى قال يا قوم اتبعوا المرسلين 
اتبعوا من لا يسألكم أجرا وهم مهتدون وما لي لا أعبد الذي فطرني وإليه ترجعون أأتخذ من دونه آلهة إن يردني الرحمن بضر لا تغني عني شفاعتهم شيئا ولا ينقذون إني إذا لفي ضلال مبين إني آمنت بربكم فاسمعون قيل دخل الجنة قال يا ليت قومي يعلمون بما غفر لي ربي وجعلني من المكرمين وما أنزلنا على قومه من بعده من جند من السماء وما كنا منزلين إن كانت إلا صيحة واحدة فإذا هم خامدون يا حسرة على العباد ما يأتيهم من رسول إلا كانوا به يستهزئون ألم يروا كم أهلكنا قبلهم من الكرون أنهم إليهم لا يرجعون وإن كل لما جميع لدينا محضرون وآية لهم الأرض الميتة أحييناها وأخرجنا منها حبا فمنه يأكلون وجعلنا فيها جنات من نخيل وأعناب وفجرنا فيها من العيون ليأكلوا من ثمره وما عملته أيديهم أفلا يشكرون سبحان الذي خلق الأزواج كلها مما تنبت الأرض ومن أنفسهم ومما لا يعلمون وآية لهم الليل نسلخ منه النهار فإذا هم مظلمون والشمس تجري لمستقر لها ذلك تقدير العزيز العليم والقمر قدرناه منازل حتى عادك العرجون القديم للشمس ينبغي لها أن تدرك القمر ولا الليل سابق النهار وكل في فلك يسبحون وآية لهم أنا حملنا ذريتهم في الفلك المشحون وخلقنا لهم من مثله ما يركبون وإن نشأ نغرقهم فلا صريخ لهم ولا هم ينقذون إلا رحمة منا ومتاعا إلى حين وإذا قيل لهم اتقوا ما بين أيديكم وما خلفكم لعلكم ترحمون وما تأتيهم من آية من آيات ربهم إلا كانوا عنها معرضين 
وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ أَنْفِقُوا مِمَّا رَزَقَكُمُ اللَّهُ قَالَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَنُطْعِمُ مَنْ لَوْ يَشَاءُ اللَّهُ أَطْعَمَهُ إِنْ أَنْتُمْ إِلَّا فِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ ويقولون متى هذا الوعد إن كنتم صادقين ما ينذرون إلا صيحة واحدة تأخذهم وهم يخصمون فلا يستطيعون توسية ولا إلى أهلهم يرجعون ونفخ في السور فإذا هم من الأجداث إلى ربهم ينسلون قالوا يا ويلنا من بعثنا من مرقدنا هذا ما وعد الرحمن وصدق المرسلون إن كانت إلا صيحة واحدة فإذا هم جميع لدينا محضرون فاليوم لا تظلم نفس شيئا ولا تجزون إلا ما كنتم تعملون إن أصحاب الجنة اليوم في شغل فاكهون هم وأزواجهم في ظلال على الأرائك متكئون لهم فيها فاكهة ولهم ما يدعون سلام قولا من رب رحيم وامتاز اليوم أيها المجرمون ألم أعهد إليكم يا بني آدم ألا تعبدوا الشيطان إنه لكم عدو مبين وأن يعبدوني هذا صراط مستقيم ولقد أضل منكم جبلا كثيرا فلم تكونوا تعقلون هذه جهنم التي كنتم توعدون اصلوها اليوم بما كنتم تكفلون اليوم نختم على أفواههم وتكلمنا أيديهم وتشهد أرجلهم بما كانوا يكسبون ولو نشاء لطمسنا على أعينهم فاستبقوا الصراط فأنا يبسرون ولو نشاء لمسخناهم على مكانتهم فما استطاعوا مضيا ولا يرجعون ومن نعمره ننكسه في الخلق أفلا يعقلون وما علمناه الشعر وما ينبغي له إن هو إلا ذكر وقرآن مبين لينذر من كان حيا ويحق القول على الكافرين أولم يروا أنا خلقنا لهم مما عملت أيدينا أنعاما فهم لها مالكون وذللناها لهم فمنها ركوبهم ومنها يأكلون ولهم فيها منافع ومشارب أفلا يشكرون واتخذوا من دون الله آلهة لعلهم ينكرون 
يُنصَرُونَ لَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ نَصْرَهُمْ وَهُمْ لَهُمْ جُنْدٌ مُحْضَرُونَ فَلَا يَحْزُنْكَ قَوْلُهُمْ إِنَّا نَعْلَمُ مَا يُسِرُّونَ وَمَا يُعْلِنُونَ أَوَلَمْ يَرَ الْإِنْسَانُ أَنَّا خَلَقْنَاهُ مِنْ نُطْفَةٍ فَإِذَا هُوَ خَصِيمٌ مُبِينٌ وَضَرَبَ لَنَا مَثَلًا وَنَسِيَ خَلْقَهُ قَالَ مَنْ يُحْيِي الْعِظَامَ وَهِيَ رَمِيمٌ قُلْ يُحْيِيهَا الَّذِي أَنْشَأَهَا أَوَّلَ مَرَّةٍ وَهُوَ بِكُلِّ خَلْقٍ عَلِيمٌ الَّذِي جَعَلَ لَكُمْ مِنَ الشَّجَرِ الْأَخْضَرِ نَارًا فَإِذَا أَنْتُمْ مِنْهُ تُوْقِدُونَ أَوَلَيْسَ الَّذِي خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ بِقَادِرٍ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَخْلُقَ مِثْلَهُمْ بَلَا وَهُوَ الْخَلَّاكُ الْعَلِيمُ إِنَّمَا أَمْرُهُ إِذَا أَرَادَ شَيْئًا أَنْ يَقُولَ لَهُ كُنْ فَيَكُونَ فسبحان الذي بيده ملكوت كل شيء وإليه ترجعون صدق الله العظيم اللهم آمين أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيرنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحين اللهم إنا نحتفظك ونستودعك أدياننا وأبداننا وأنفسنا وأهلنا وأولادنا وأولادنا وأموالنا وكل شيء أعطيتنا اللهم اجعلنا وإياهم في كنفك وأمانك وعياذك من كل شيطان مريد وجبار عنيد وذي بغي وذي حسد ومن شر كل ذي شر إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم جملنا بالعافية والسلام وحققنا بالتقوى والاستقامة وأعذنا من موجبات الندامة إنك سميع الدعاء اللهم اغفر لنا ولوالدينا وأولادنا ومشايخنا وأصحابنا وإخواننا في الدين 
ولمن أحبنا فيك ولمن أحسن إلينا والمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك سميع قريب مجيب الدعوات برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين وصل اللهم على عبدك ورسولك سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم وارزقنا كمال المتابعة له ظاهرا وباتنا في عافية وسلامة برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين يا الله يا الله يا الله ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وأدخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه يجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله اللهم آمين 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 أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما تقدموا لأنفسكم من خير تجدوه عند الله هو خيرا وأعظم أجرا واستغفر الله إن الله غفور رحيم أستغفر الله 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 
Astaghfirullah 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 Al-Azim Al-Ladhi La Ilaha Illa Huwa Al-Hayya Al-Qayyum Wa Atubu Ilayh إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم 
اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحين فاعلم أنه لا إله إلا الله 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 
لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغلوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الذين قال لهم الناس إن الناس قد جمعوا لكم فاخشوهم فزادهم إيمانا وقالوا حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل 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 
اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد صاحب التاج والمعراج والبراك والعلم دافع البلاء والوباء والقحط والمرض والألم اسمه مكتوب مرفوع مشفوع منكوش في اللوه والقلم سيد العرب والعجم جسمه مقدس معتر متهر منور في البيت والحرم شمس الدحى بدر الدجى صدر العلا نور الهدى كهف الورى مصباح الظلم جميل الشيم شفيع الأمم صاحب الجود والكرم والله عاصمه وجبريل خادمه والبراك مركبه والمعراج سفره وسدرة المنتهى مقامه وقاب قوسين مطلوبه والمطلوب مقصوده والمقصود موجوده سيد المرسلين خاتم النبيين شفيع المذنبين أنيس الغريبين رحمة للعالمين راحة العاشقين مراد المشتاقين شمس العارفين سراج السالكين مصباح المقربين محب الفقراء والغرباء والمساكين سيد الثقلين نبي الحرمين إمام القبلتين وسيلتنا في الدارين وسيلتنا في الدارين صاحب قاب قوسين محبوب رب المشرقين والمغربين جد الحسن والحسين جد الحسن والحسين مولانا ومولى الثقلين أبي القاسم محمد بن عبد الله نور من نور الله نور من نور الله يا أيها المشتاقون بنور جماله صلوا عليه وآله وأصحابه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحيم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وارخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين 
سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله اللهم آمين 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 بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا علي يا عظيم يا حليم يا عليم أنت ربي وعلمك حسبي فنعم الرب ربي ونعم الحسب حسبي تنسر من تشاء وأنت العزيز الرحيم نسألك العصمة في الحركات والسكنات والكلمات والإرادات والخطرات من الشكوك والذنون والأوهام الساترة للقلوب عن مطالعة الغيوب فقد ابتلي المؤمنون وزلزلوا زلزالا شديدا وإذ يقول المنافقون والذين في قلوبهم مرض ما وعدنا الله ورسوله إلا غرورا فثبتنا وانصرنا وسخر لنا هذا البحر كما سخرت البحر لموسى وسخرت النار لإبراهيم وسخرت الجبال والحديد لداود وسخرت الريح والشياطين والجن لسليمان وسخر لنا كل بحر هو لك في الأرض والسماء والملك والملكوت وبحر الدنيا وبحر الآخرة وسخر لنا كل شيء يا من بيده ملكوت كل شيء كاف ها يا عين صاد كاف ها يا عين صاد كاف ها يا عين صاد انصرنا فإنك خير الناصرين وافتح لنا فإنك خير الفاتحين واغفر لنا فإنك خير الغافرين وارحمنا فإنك خير الراحمين وارزقنا فإنك خير الرازقين 
واهدنا ونجنا من القوم الظالمين وهب لنا ريحا طيبة كما هي في علمك وانشرها علينا من خزائن رحمتك واحملنا بها حمل الكرامة مع السلامة والعافية في الدين والدنيا والآخرة إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم يسر لنا أمورنا مع الراحة لقلوبنا وأبداننا والسلامة والعافية في دنيانا وديننا وكن لنا صاحبا في سفرنا وخليفة في أهلنا واطمس على وجوه أعدائنا وامسخهم على مكانتهم فلا يستطيعون المضيئ ولا المجيء إلينا ولو نشاء لطمسنا على أعينهم فاستبقوا الصراط فأنا يبسرون ولو نشاء لمسخناهم على مكانتهم فما استطاعوا مضيا ولا يرجعون ياسين والقرآن الحكيم إنك لمن المرسلين على صراط مستقيم تنزيل العزيز الرحيم لتنذر قوما ما أنذر آباؤهم فهم غافلون لقد حق القول على أكثرهم فهم لا يؤمنون إنا جعلنا في أعناقهم أغلالا فهي إلى الأذقان فهم مكمحون وجعلنا من بين أيديهم سدا ومن خلفهم سدا فأغشيناهم فهم لا يبسرون شاهت الوجوه شاهت الوجوه شاهت الوجوه وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم وقد خاب من حمل ظلما طاسين حاميم عين قاف مرج البحرين يلتقيان بينهما برزخ لا يبغيان حاميم 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 
حميم 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 هم الأمر وجاء النصر فعلينا لا ينصرون حميم تنزيل الكتاب من الله العزيز العليم غافر الذنب وقابل الطوب شديد العقاب ذي التون لا إله إلا هو إليه المصير بسم الله بابنا تبارك حيطاننا ياسين سقفنا كاف ها يا عين صاد كفايتنا حميم عين سين قاف حمايتنا فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم ستر العرش مسبول علينا وعين الله ناظرة إلينا بحول الله لا يقدر علينا والله من ورائهم محيط بل هو قرآن مجيد في لوح محفوظ فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم 
بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه وسلم بسم الله والحمد لله رب العالمين أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الله لطيف بعباده يرزق من يشاء وهو القوي العزيز يا لطيف 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 يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه ألطف بنا يا لطيف يا عليم يا خبير يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه 
ألطف بنا يا لطيف يا عليم يا خبير يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه ألطف بنا يا لطيف يا عليم يا خبير اللهم يا من لطفت في خلق السماوات والأرض ولطفت بالأجنة في بطون أمهاتها ألطف بنا لطفا يليك بكرمك ورحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين يا الله اللهم يا من جعلت الصلاة على النبي من القربات نتقرب إليك بكل صلاة سليت عليه من أول النشأة إلى ما لا نهاية من الكمالات بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك 
اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك Inshallah, we'll continue with Vikr Jami'ah. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadun Rasulullah, Fi kulli lamhatin wa nafasin adada ma wasi'ahu ilmullah. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadun Rasulullah, Fi kulli lamhatin wa nafasin adada ma وَسِعَاهُ عِلْمُ اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ مُحَمَّدٌ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ فِي كُلِّ لَمْحَةٍ وَنَفَسٍ عَدَدَ مَا وَسِعَاهُ عِلْمُ اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ مُحَمَّدٌ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ فِي كُلِّ لَمْحَةٍ وَنَفَسٍ عَدَدَ مَا وَسِعَاهُ عِلْمُ اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ مُحَمَّدٌ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ فِي كُلِّ لَمْحَةٍ وَنَفَسٍ عَدَدَ مَا وَسِعَاهُ عِلْمُ اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ مُحَمَّدٌ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ فِي كُلِّ لَمْحَةٍ وَنَفَسٍ عَدَدَ مَا وَسِعَاهُ عِلْمُ اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ مُحَمَّدٌ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ فِي كُلِّ لَمْحَةٍ وَنَفَسٍ عَدَدَ مَا وَسِعَاهُ عِلْمُ اللَّهِ إن شاء الله ميكتو عنو اللهم أمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد 
كما صليت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما بركت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for our Shaykh, teacher, Murshid, and master, Sayyidina Shaykh Faisal Hamid Abdul Razak. O oh Allah, may you increase him in knowledge and wisdom. O oh Allah, may you protect him from evil, and we pray that he will lead his marids on the straight path towards you. O oh Allah, we pray for the Shaykh and his family. We pray that you strengthen them in Iman, keep them in good health, and grant them long life in Islam. O oh Allah, we pray that you protect them from all evil, ease their trials, and grant them the sweetness of paradise. رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَا وَقِينَا عَذَابِ النَّارِ O Allah, forgive us for our sins and guide us on the straight path leading to paradise. O Allah, you know the needs of all of us present here. O Allah, answer our dua and take care of our needs. O Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for our parents that you grant them your grace and mercy as they raised us in childhood. O Allah, grant our parents long life and good health in Islam. O Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, forgive our parents and grant them paradise. O Allah, for our parents who have passed away and returned to you, O Allah, we beg you to forgive them. O Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for all the murids of Shaykh Faisal throughout the world. O Allah, we pray that you ease our trials and grant us the strength to face our trials. O Allah, make it easy for us to gain true knowledge and to practice it, to be good murids and to get ever closer to you. O Allah, you know the needs of all of the murids. O Allah, we beg you to answer our dua and take care of our needs. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for all the Muslims around the world. O oh Allah, we pray that you strengthen us in Iman. O oh Allah, we pray for unity and to make us stronger as a nation. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, please comfort and relieve all Muslims who are suffering and have suffered losses. O oh Allah, you are the all-powerful and the almighty. O oh Allah, we beg you to give us victory against the unbelievers. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for the International Islamic Forum and Al-Fasl and Halaqah. May you make it easy for us to establish many messages for your sake. May you bless the Islamic form and then fasten the halakah to be a beacon of to be a beacon of light for Islam throughout the world. And may you help us to finish building the new masjid soon and make it easy for us to do so. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadan wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursani walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله اللهم افتح علينا فتوح العارفين ووفقنا توفيق الصالحين وانفعنا اللهم بالقرآن والذكر الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما يقربنا منك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين 
Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla wa anta ya hayyu ya qayyum taj'alul hazna idha shi'ta sahlan sahla Allahumma a'izna min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'amalina wa aslih lana sha'nana kullahu la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين امين امين اما بعد my dear respected brothers and sisters my dear murids assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu may the peace and blessings of god almighty be with each and every one of you and welcome once again to this special program coming to you from the Islamic Forum of Canada where we share with you this message of mercy from God Almighty to all of his creation this is our special daily broadcast uh, it starts at 7 p.m. every day that's Toronto time or Eastern time coming to you from your Zawiya here at the Islamic Forum of Canada. We thank you for joining us for our broadcast today and we hope that you can join us every day 7 p.m. inshallah. We kindly request you to reach out to your family members, your relatives, your friends and other Muslims that you know and tell them about this program, share the YouTube link with them encourage them to watch the program inshallah they will benefit from the program and you will receive uh, receive increased blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do remember to subscribe to the channel by clicking on the subscribe button and then next to the subscribe button there's a bell icon click on the bell icon and select all for notifications that you'll be notified uh, for all our programs inshallah we want to uh, recognize and make special love for all the sponsors of our dinner program in this blessed month of Rabi al-Awwal and also all our donors those who donated today and yesterday and before we make special love for all our donors may Allah SWT bless them may Allah SWT bless their family bless their loved ones answer all their dua and enrich them many more times than what they donate to the Islamic Forum of Canada remember we have the special Rabil Awal appeal now in this blessed month of Rabil Awal and uh, there are three levels of the Rabil Awal appeal the first is the 12 day automated donation the second level is a 20 day automated donation and the third level the final level the highest level it's the 30 day automated donation now to uh, respond to the Rabil Awal appeal you can go to our website islamicforumonline.com and go to the donation page and there's the Rabil Awal automated donation button and uh, you click on that and it will take you to the page for the Rabil Awal donation there are three options as I mentioned 12 day automated donation 20 day automated donation 30 day automated donation select whichever one you would like to and the blessings are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill out the information and uh, you you would decide how much you want to donate every day to the Islamic Forum very simple process uh, if you have any issues, any difficulties in donating on the website, please contact us and one of the staff members will 
uh, get back to you about your donation uh, for the Rabil Awal appeal. This is a special appeal we have uh, for you in this month. I want to uh, recognize some of the names that have uh, contributed to the Rabil Awal appeal. Sister Brenda Williams from Harlem, New York, uh, and she is donating the 30-day automated donation, the highest level of the Rabil Awal appeal donation. She's donating the 30-day automated donation. So uh, donate something for every day in the month of Rabil Awal, and the blessings are great from Allah SWT. And then uh, Brother Tariq Chowdhury from Connecticut, uh, he did the first, on the first day of Rabil Awal, he did the 12-day automated donation. And now, uh, as that is uh, concluding, he uh, has concluded, he is now doing a second 12-day donation for the month of Rabil Awal. May Allah SWT bless him and enrich him and bless his family and his loved ones for his uh, donation in this blessed month of Rabil Awal, the month of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned in the hadith, Ma naqasa malin Your wealth will never decrease because of spending it in the way of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And the scholars have said it means that your wealth will surely, most, most certainly increase because of spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa it never decrease. And the Prophet when he mentioned these words in this hadith, he said he, he takes uh, an oath by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guarantee this, that your wealth will never decrease because of spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa It will all increase. And among the ways in which your wealth increases, the increase in benefit and barakah in that wealth. And Allah subhanahu wa is the one who places the barakah, the blessing in your wealth. And if Allah subhanahu wa places barakah in your wealth, you achieve so much with it. Sometimes a, a person has, let's say $100, $100. And they have that money and they're spending it and buying this and buying that. And the money doesn't seem to be finishing. And they're getting so, so many things. They're seeing the benefits from it because there's a barakah in that wealth. And on another occasion, uh, you may have that same $100 and it, it disappears, it, you spend it, it is gone, and you don't see anything for it. The barakah is not in it. This barakah comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the blessing in your wealth. Uh, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enriches you more and more in this manner. Uh, and, and so the more you spend for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spends on you. And, and that is a, a hadith Qudsi from the Prophet what he says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and he says, O Yabna Adam, O children of Adam, spend in my way so that I can spend on you. So the more you spend for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more he will spend on you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most generous one, al Karim, the most generous one. And he doesn't want anyone of his creation to be more generous than him. So the more generous you are, the more Allah SWT is generous for you, upon you, blessing you uh, with uh, his great bounties. As he promises us in the Quran, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ This is what Allah SWT tells us in the Quran. So the, the, the virtues of spending and of, of Allah SWT are many indeed. And when you make your donation for this Rabil Awal appeal, in this blessed month of Rabil Awal, then you include all your dua that you want to make to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. You pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept your dua and, and you give that, that uh, ch charity, that sadaqah for that purpose. And then you include in your dua as well that you're doing this on behalf of the Prophet that you're conveying 
the thawab of this good deed to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It's a great way to increase your blessings more and more, more and more. Uh, and and so you do that in this blessed month of Rabi'ul Awwal, the month of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the month of the birth of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And and we want to do as much as we can do to elevate the maqam, the spiritual status of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, especially in light of what is happening in some places today that people are attacking the Prophet and insulting the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We should do our part to uh, elevate his maqam. And in, in, in these ways uh, that I've mentioned to you, it's, it's a sure way to, for you to uh, get closer to the Prophet Sallallahu and so, in so doing get closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And so on this 16th night of Rabi'l Awwal, I take this opportunity to once again wish you Mawlid Rasul Mubarak greetings, special greetings to you on this blessed uh, occasion of the sacred Mawlid, the blessed Mawlid of the Prophet in this blessed month of Rabi'l Awwal. I also want to uh, reassure you that uh, our concern, our focus, our interest in this program, two main things. One is your safety, your well-being, your health, uh, your goodness, that you can be safe and secure, healthy, and in the best of well-being, the best of afiyah, your afiyah uh, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then secondly, your spirituality, your connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that can always be strong. And so our dua for you, for your safety in these difficult times, uh, in this uh, coronavirus pandemic, uh, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you from that and protect you from all sources of harm, uh, keep you safe. And then your spirituality, your nearness, your closeness, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And so the advice is the nasiha we share in, in, in this program every day. It is geared towards achieving these noble objectives. I also want to remind you that we have the special programming for Rabi'l Awwal, the special Rabi'l Awwal lecture series. And then we have the short video clips on things relating to Rabi'l Awwal. Uh, for your benefit and your listening enjoyment uh, and your viewing pleasure. And, and then the series, series as well, special lectures we've prepared for you on the series of the Prophet in this month of Rabi'l Awwal. And the links, we're emailing them to you if you are not on email list or if you'd like to receive uh, the links for these videos, please send your email address to the email we use for this program, sheikhfaisal at gmail.com. Inshallah, it's staff will enter uh, that information for the donation, the website address, islamforumonline.com. And then for, uh, for you to communicate with us, the email address, sheikhfaisal.gmail.com. We want to make special dua now for this month of Rabi'l Awwal, remembering all our donors, those who donated today, yesterday and before. May Allah subhanahu wa bless all of them. All the sponsors for our dinner program this month of Rabi'l Awwal. Everyone that has entered into the chat, remember to enter your information in the chat. We make special law for everyone that take, make the extra effort to enter their information in the chat. Uh, in your name and the city where you're from, uh, country as well, and then uh, your update for the three projects the gratitude project, the salawat project, 
and the Quran project. So you edit that information, you make special dua for you. And for each one of you uh, watching the program now, make special dua for you. Please put in your heart whatever dua you want to make to Allah Subhanahu Taala, and we make that dua to Allah Subhanahu Taala, begging Allah Subhanahu Taala to uh, accept our dua through the Blessed Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, through the maqam, uh, the, the status of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And then I also want to include dua for my mom and dad and request you to do likewise. So please raise your hands and join me in dua. Allahumma ameen. أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نبدو وإياك نستعين إهدنا السرّات المستقيمة السرّات الذين نمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمت ذاتك في كل وقت وحيم لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم إنا نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بير والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا دينا إلا قديته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا ميتا إلا رحمته ولا ميتا إلا رحمته ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة هي لك رضا إلا قديتها برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا من لدنك رحمة وهيئ لنا من أمرنا رشدا ربنا آتنا من لدنك رحمة وهيئ لنا من أمرنا رشدا وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله اللهم آمين 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 May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase us in tawfiq and kubul and ziyadah. Ameen. I want to remind you now of uh, the, the three special projects, the, the action items, uh, the action plan that we want you to commit yourself to doing every day, inshallah, in a conscientious way, in a systematic way, in a focused way, in a disciplined way, so that you can maximize your benefit. Really, these things we are telling you to do, it, it has great blessings and benefits for you in your dunya, in this world and in the hereafter. Firstly, the gratitude project. Based on what Allah subhanahu ta'ala reveals in the Quran, la in shakartum la azidannakum. To be thankful to Allah subhanahu ta'ala. And the gratitude project is that you enter into the, in the, the chat something that you're grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. Something, whatever that is. You write it in the chat and you write it in your notebook for this program. Uh, as a way of expressing gratitude to Allah Subhanahu and Allah Subhanahu will increase you with His blessings. Secondly, the Salawat project. Based on the ayah of Salawat in the Quran, 
Innallahu wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi Ya ayyuhaladzina amanu sallu alaihi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli wa sallam barakala Sayyidina Muhammad So the salawat project you enter two pieces of information in the chat First, how many salawat you recited today? And secondly, what is the total amount of salawat you recited since you, you joined the salawat project that we launched last month in the month of Safar? So how many total salawat you've recited so far for the Prophet This is a great opportunity now in this month of Rabi'il Awwal for you to uh, recite as much salawat as possible on the Prophet and, and we've delivered several lectures uh, to you uh, for you on the blessings and the benefits of salawat on the Prophet Five parts so far, five full length, half now lectures each uh, on, on this topic of blessings of salawat. Based on this ayah, Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi ya ayyuhaladzina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. So try to recite as much salawat uh, on the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And uh, enter the information in the chat and keep an account of uh, a record of that, uh, your number of salawat, in your notebook for this program, inshallah. And, and thirdly, the Quran project. The Quran project. That you recite at least one page of the Quran every day. Allah SWT reveals in the Quran, وَتْلُمَا أُوْهِيَ إِلَيْكَ مِنْ كِتَابِ رَبِّكَ Like this, recite from this book of Allah. Recite from this book of Allah. وَتْلُمَا أُوْهِيَ إِلَيْكَ مِنْ كِتَابِ رَبِّكَ لَا مُبَدِّلَ لِكَلِمَاتِ اللَّهِ وَلَنْ تَجِدَ مِنْ دُونِهِ مُلْتَحَدَ In, in Surah Al-Kahf, Allah SWT is commanding us, وَتْلُمَا أُوْهِيَ إِلَيْكَ مِنْ كِتَابِ رَبِّكَ Recite this book of Allah SWT. You try to do at least one page a day. If you can do more, then the blessings are more from Allah SWT. And then you enter in the chat uh, where you stopped. Like you start from the beginning of the Quran, Fatiha, Surah Fatiha, Surah uh, Alif Lamim, Surah Al-Baqarah, Surah uh, Ali Imran, Surah Nisa, and so on, Surah Al-Ma'idah, like this, in, 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 in order of the Quran. Every day you stop, put a bookmark where you stop, so next day continue from there. So today where you stop, enter into the chat, the, the Surah name and number, and the Ayah uh, number, the way you stop that. Uh, and, and you keep that record in your book as well, your notebook. So it shows you your progress, inshallah. A time will come soon and you will finish the Quran. Uh, and I, I want, uh, uh, my door for all of you is for you to finish the Quran, inshallah. And there, there are several um, brothers and sisters, families that have finished the khatam, some of them several times. Uh, we did. Uh, five khatams for the month of October, now the month of, uh, sorry, the month of September, five. Then November is finished, today is the first of, uh, uh, sorry, October is finished, now we start in November, uh, inshallah. And we did more, we did maybe seven khatams uh, for the month of October. And now we, we November, I want you to try to do it, inshallah. We, uh, we like to do at least what we did in the last month, in the previous month in October, do that and a bit more, uh, if possible. But at least what we've done, we, we should repeat it. Uh, and and we, we, that was our objective for, for, for septem September, that in October we do at least the same as September and more. And we did more, alhamdulillah. So five khatams in September, seven in October, inshallah. We, 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 our aim is to reach seven for us for November, and hopefully we can do some more.
So each one of you try to do it as much as you can. Uh, gather together your family members. Uh, the beautiful example of uh, the sisters from Manchester in United Kingdom, Sisab, this is Shemaila, they gather together their, their family, parents, siblings, and so on, and their uncles, aunts, uh, cousins, nieces, nephew, and they're distributing the Quran among them. They're reciting on an average uh, five Jews a day, and uh, salawat, the same distributed among their, their, their family and relatives. They're reciting 25,000 salawat every day. This is good, inshallah. Also for Sister Bibi Farida Chan in Miami, uh, I may have missed uh, your update yesterday. I was going through the chat, I may have missed it. Uh, and I just want to confirm with you whether you finish your recitation of, of, of the Quran. Um, just send, send a note tonight, uh, type it in the chat, uh, so the admin st uh, staff can let me know about that. Because if you did it, we'll add it to the list and make the offer you, inshallah. Inshallah. So th I, th those are the three projects I want to encourage you to do. And now for our special lecture for tonight. We have two lectures for you tonight. Uh, th th these are the special feature lectures uh, for the Rabil Awal series of lectures. The first lecture tonight, which we'll do now, it's uh, on the topic of Prophet Muhammad the Greatest. We want to continue that series. And we, we do this in light of what is happening in some places in the world, especially in France. How people, unfortunately, they're attacking the Prophet They're publishing uh, uh, and distributing cartoons, very, very demeaning, derogatory, filthy cartoons about the Prophet and, and we want to respond in, in a beautiful way, in a better way. As Allah SWT says in Quran, idfa billati hiya ahsan. Yes, respond with what is better. Respond with what is better. And so we want to tell people about the Prophet And so this series is analyzing this claim. The Prophet is the greatest human being that ever walked on the face of this earth. And, and I, I want you to circulate this, the link for this, uh, this lecture, uh, this program, uh, to, to others. Tell them about it, share it with others. Like it's very easy to share uh, the, 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 the program. One of the options at the bottom of the screen, it says share. So you share it to all your friends, all your social media friends and so on, uh, so that they can listen to it, inshallah. Uh, and they would know how the Prophet is the greatest, in, in fact, the greatest of all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Khayru khalqillah. That's what we, that's one of the ways in which we want to respond to what's happening. And our, our program is focused on that, on responding to others who are attacking the Prophet by showing the beauty of the Prophet the perfection of the Prophet as the poet said in the beautiful words of poetry in describing the Prophet So the first lecture. Then 
the second lecture, when we, we get to that, we'll talk something more about the beautiful uh, lecture, the second lecture we have for you tonight. And now, the first lecture, we'll take a short break, and then we come back with our special lecture, the first of our two lectures for tonight. May Allah SWT bless you. Amin. أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله اللهم افتح علينا فتوح العارفين ووفقنا توفيق الصالحين وانفعنا اللهم بالقرآن والذكر الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما يقربنا منك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم لا سهل إلا ما جعلته سهلا وأنت يا حي يا قيوم تجعل الحزن إذا شئت سهلا سهلا اللهم أعزنا من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا وأصلح لنا شأننا كله لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين آمين آمين أما بعد My dear respected brothers and sisters السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته May the peace and blessings of God Almighty be with each and every one of you. We continue our series of special lectures. Uh, this particular part of the series is, uh, the theme is Prophet Muhammad, the greatest, the greatest. In our previous program, we dealt with part one of this topic. And today we want to continue for the second part of the topic, Prophet Muhammad the greatest meaning the greatest human being ever, the greatest creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ever. Not only compared to human beings, but to all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So far in our series, we talked about the benefits of salawat based on the ayah in the Quran, Inna allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi ya ayyuhaladheena amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. And then, the next part of our lecture series, we talked about maqamat as-salawat. That's the, the, the topic. Um, the situations, times, places, circumstances that you recite salawat on the Prophet Based on the ayah, وَرَفَعْنَا لَكَ ذِكْرَكَ How Allah SWT has raised up, has elevated the Prophet in remembrance. And so he's mentioned on all of these uh, occasions. And then now, this other part of the uh, special lecture series, uh, it is based on the ayah, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ The Prophet ﷺ, the greatest. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُّقٍ عَظِيمٍ And you, O Prophet Muhammad, you are on an exalted standard of character. An exalted plane of existence. And assuredly, you are placed high on the most glorious and exalted seat of character. That is, you are adorned with the Quranic morality and endowed with the character traits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This concept of takhalluq bi khulqillah. That to, to have the character traits of the Prophet uh, what he has from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Of course, the two are different. The attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are divine. Descriptions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are divine, not human. Uh, the attributes of the Prophet are human, so they're two different things. But Allah subhanahu wa endowed the Prophet with this, that the Prophet became and is the most perfect embodiment of the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So for example, Allah subhanahu wa describes the Prophet in this way using two of his attributes. وَبِي الْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَعُوفُ وَرَحِيمُ Ra'uf and Rahim. Ar-Ra'uf, Ar-Rahim, two, two of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses these two descriptions for the Prophet When he reveals in Surah Tawbah, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ عَزِيزٌ عَلَيْهِمَا عَنِتُمْ حَرِيسٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَعُوفُ الرَّحِيمُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the Prophet Another example is Ar-Rahman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Ar-Rahman, the most merciful one. The most merciful one is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the Prophet is Nabi Rahman, the Prophet of mercy. He is the most merciful of all the creation of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the Quran. Yes, the Prophet is the perfect manifestation, embodiment of mercy at the human level. So this is uh, how Allah subhanahu wa has endowed this Prophet with the character traits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this tremendous nature of the Prophet, this sublime moral of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, so Allah subhanahu wa describes him as وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ In Surah Al-Qalam, chapter 68, verse 4. That we should be mindful of. So the, the Prophet Ali is the greatest. How do we analyze this great greatest? It, it may be easy for someone, especially a Muslim like, like us, to make this claim because this is our belief. We believe that the Prophet is the greatest ever. He is Khairu Khalqillah. But how can how can we analyze this greatness to arrive at the conclusion that the Prophet is the greatest? Someone may ask, how was he greater than everyone else? How was he so highly adored and revered by his followers since he came into the dunya until the present moment? Like all these 14 plus centuries how the Prophet is held in that high esteem and veneration by his followers. And there's something 
when, when, when you examine the Prophet his character, there's something remarkable and outstanding about his character, his personality, his message, his role in the history of humanity. And these amazing qualities grab the attention of anyone who endeavors, who tries to know the Prophet And we've mentioned in previous programs the, the opinions, the sayings of several non-Muslim scholars who studied the life of the Prophet and the great things they said about him, among which they said he is the greatest. They also said that. He is the most influential personality in all of recorded history, all of history. Uh, the non-Muslim scholar, historian and author, Michael Hart, he wrote the book, The 100, a ranking of the 100 greatest personalities in history. He studied all of the great people in history, ranked them by, by order of importance and influence. And he says, number one on that list, the greatest person ever is the Prophet Muhammad and he, he, he is not a Muslim. He's a non-Muslim, yet that is a conclusion he arrives at after studying the Prophet So amazing qualities. And so one of the things we can do is to use the linguistic technique, challenge you to, to analyze all the different aspects of his greatness. His accomplishments are incredible. His achievements are unparalleled. His character traits are matchless among the achievements of the Prophet And so one way is to use the linguistic technique in itself from the language, that someone can be described as great because of certain achievements, what they did. And then they can be described as greater than others, other people. And then they can be described as the greatest among their peers in that aspect of achievement. And then ultimately, as all of these things come together, they can be described as the greatest, the greatest. So this is one of the ways that we would use in this analysis of the life of the Prophet some different aspects. And then there, there's also the testimony of his unmatched correct, character from, from at three, three levels. The testimony of the unmatched character of the Prophet Firstly, Shahadat al-Waqiyah. Shahadat al-Waqiyah, the testimony of events in his life and times. There, there are many things he did which bears testimony to his greatness. Events in his life and in his times. Shahadat al-Waqiyah. Then secondly, secondly, Shahadat al-Adu. Shahadat al-Adu. The testimony of his enemies. And this is what one can refer to as objective third-party endorsement. Because your enemy, they wouldn't say anything good about you. They want to destroy you. They're fighting you. They're opposing you. So they don't want to praise you in doing that. If they can say something good about you, that is a powerful testimony. If your enemies can say good things about you, that is a powerful statement. And there are many of those in the life of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Shahadat al-Adu, testimony of his enemies. And then there is the Shahadat al-Ahbab, the testimony of his followers, those who followed him, the Muslims, 
those who loved him, those who are close to him, the companions, the sahabas, their testimony of his greatness. And so uh, when those three things are combined together, you get a picture of who the person really is, who the Prophet really is, to attest to his greatness through his achievement. We mentioned before the great statesman. I want to briefly go over this with you uh, as we review what we've done and do something more. The great statesman, the Prophet Muhammad he found his nation scattered, divided by different factors, unable to unite itself into one consolidated nation. They were at war, the different tribes. They were dividing the tribes in and of itself. That's division. Disunity lent itself to problems. And they were at feud, one tribe against the other and so on. They're divided, uh, all of this. This is how he found them, his nation, in the, the, the Hejaz, Jazirat al-Arab, uh, the Arabian Peninsula, that entire area, and, and beyond. This is how they were. And then he exerted his efforts to bring them together. He sacrificed his own interests for the sake of his nation, striving to unite them, bring them on as, together as one well-knit, wholesome nation united. And then he is able to realize these objectives. He brought them out of their darkness. He united them into a consolidated nation under the banner of a specific message, a specified message, and a specified role in history gave them that objective to live for, that role to play in history. That's what he did. You know, so he brought them out of darkness. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran when he describes this, the coming of the Prophet sallallahu he says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals at the end of the ayah, وَإِن كَانُوا مِنْ قَبْلُ لَفِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ even though before this, before his coming to you, to bring you to Islam, you were in manifest misguidance, in clear darkness. mubin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought you out of all of that because of his beloved Prophet Muhammad This is what the Prophet achieved, what he did. Right? And then he, he fulfilled this task on such a level that is unique in history. And this is only one of his many achievements. So certainly the greatest statesman, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He's also the great liberator of humanity. The great liberator of humanity. He's he found his country weak, some parts occupied by foreign powers. For example, to the south, uh, in, in, in Yemen, the Abyssinian army uh, were uh, in control of, of Yemen. The governor there, uh, just in the time when the Prophet was born, Abraha, and so on. Uh, these were foreigners who occupied uh, the land of the Arabs and so on. So he, this is what he found, that they were some parts of his, pe his country people were occupied never dreaming of liberating itself 
never dreaming of overcoming the great powers around them, and they were two superpowers at that time, the Roman Empire and the Persian Empire. Much more powerful than the people of Mecca, the Arabian uh, Hijaz, the, the Jazirat al-Arab, the, the Arab people of that time, in Mecca and beyond Jeddah, Medina, Taif, and so on. They, they could never dream of defeating the superpowers. And, and this is why when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed in the Quran about the conquest of Rome, Alif Lamim Ghulibati Rum. Right? No one could, like outside of the, the Muslim body, could understand this. Because they're so powerful, a superpower. Who can defeat them? And yet it came to pass, considered among the miracles of the Quran. So the Prophet found his people in this country in this way. And then he sets about on a task, exerting himself through his outstanding personality, his dedicated perseverance, his strong resolve, he builds an army. And little by little liberated his country. In, a rel in relatively few years, when compared to history, uh, he, his army became the greatest army in that region after the Fatah of Mecca. Nothing could stand in front of them. Uh, and the Fatah of Mecca took place eight years after the Hijra. You know, so it's, it's a relatively short period of time that, you know, because in Mecca before the Hijra, he could not build any army. He, he, the, 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 the Meccans controlled the place and he, he was being persecuted. So he did Hijra to Medina and then he started to establish himself and his community and then build the army. So in a relatively short period of time, they were able to do this. It's an amazing achievement. This, this great liberator and great military leader, the Prophet Muhammad And then he conquered his enemies, all of them. No one could stand up against him. But this army was a unique one, the army of the Sahabas. It aimed at liberating not only the Arabian Peninsula, but all of humanity. And it's a special type of liberation, unique in history. It's liberating mankind, not from physical submiss submissiveness to material factors, but from submissiveness of the soul to any sovereignty other than the sovereignty of Allah. That's the liberation. It's not liberating from tyranny and oppression and conquering lands and so on. For to, to, to gain land, no, no, none of that. It is to take people out of the worship of idols and shaitan and all these wrong things and put them on the path of worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is the greatest liberation. Like as as they, they, they were described, Take people out of the worship of other people and put them to worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to free them to do that. 
And that truly is the greatest freedom. And that is the liberation the Prophet achieved. His army was oriented, oriented to conquering human humilia humiliation in front of shaitan. Like people are humiliated by shaitan, that they worship him, they, they don't worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the army that came, a different type of army. It is the army of creed and belief, the army of principles, the army that sprang out from the divine heavenly message of Tawheed, the message of the Quran, the message of the Prophet the army that lived and liberated for its divine cause, the divine cause of Tawheed, La ilaha illallah, to take people from what they were doing to La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. That is a different type of liberation, the highest form of liberation, moving away from human uh, weaknesses to the strength of attachment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's truly an amazing liberation. And so, for example, at the beginning of the journey of Sayyidina Bilal, anhu, he was a slave in Mecca, an Abyssinian slave, which placed him at the lowest rung of the social ladder. Even among slaves, there were ranks. If there was a Quraysh who was a slave, he is higher up than the Abyssinian who is a slave. That's the reality of society then in Mecca. So look at the liberation of Sayyidina Bilal radiallahu anhu. In, in Mecca, he was a slave. He was, he was being tortured by his slave master. Who would take, when he, after he accepted Islam, his slave master would take him out in the hot desert sun and put hot rock on his chest and, and ask him to renounce Islam so that he would be, he would be, this punishment would stop. And he just kept reciting, Ahadun, Ahad, Ahadun, Ahad, one Allah, one Allah I believe in. No, no, no idols and so on. And then uh, Sayyidina Abu Bakr bought him, paid a lot of money for him to, to his master, slave master, and then freed him. So he became a free man. And he was so close to the Prophet made hijra to Medina, he became the Mu'addin of the Prophet Then he became the outrunner for the Prophet on ex expeditions. So close to the Prophet. And then one day, one morning after Fajr, the Prophet told Bilal, Ya Bilal, last night I heard your footsteps in Jannah. I heard your footsteps in paradise, in heaven. In other words, giving Sayyidina Bilal the glad tidings that he's going to Jannah, to paradise, while he's still alive on this earth. Look at, look at that journey of Sayyidina Bilal, where he started, and what is, where Islam took him. Liberation, the ultimate liberation. Yes, sometimes some people can be physically liberated from physical slavery, but they re remain enslaved in their minds, in their thinking, in their behavior, in their culture, and so on. You see this happening all the time. But Islam granted them that ultimate liberation. The Prophet ﷺ did that. And so he must be described as the greatest liberator ever. No one compares with him. The greatest liberator ever, and therefore the greatest military leader ever, the Prophet Muhammad. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam.
The Prophet ﷺ was also the great educator. The great educator. What are some qualities of any educator? He must be of a higher level than those who receive teachings and instruction from him, those who is teaching, his students. He cannot be lower than them. If he's lower than them, they will not listen to him or follow him. He must have something interesting to say to them or else they will not gather around him. He must be able to recognize the different types and conditions of his students or else he will not be able to give each one of them that individual, suitable, appropriate instructions. Different students require different type of instructions depending on their level and their outlook and their personality and so on. That is how you bring out the best in your student. He must be able to follow up the step-by-step -step development of each student or disciple. The, a great educator would have to do that rather than just teaching the same thing to everyone, a huge crowd. That is not as effective. An educator is different. He must be able to love those whom he is educating. You, 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 have, you must love them as a teacher. You must love them. This is the Islamic tradition. You don't hate your students. You, you, you're merciful to them. That is the tradition of the journey of education for, for Muslims, that the teacher loves the student and treats them with mercy based on the hadith of Rahmah. Ar-Rahimuna, yarhamuhumu rahmanu tabaraka wa ta'ala, irhamu man fil ard, yarhamuka man fil sama. And so this is the hadith that is the first hadith that the teacher gives to the student to start off their journey of knowledge. That educator now is basing this relationship between him and his student on this hadith of Rahmah. And, and we've dealt with the hadith at length before. Uh, so the, in all of these aspects, the Prophet was greater than any known educator in history. He also fulfilled these objectives on a higher level than any other person. Some of the hints of his greatness, for example, he called the Muslims of his time his companions or sahabas. He didn't call them his followers, nor did he call them his disciples. Uh, he called them his sahabas, companions. And, and this was intended to raise them up to a higher level, that they would strive to emulate the Prophet They would strive to be like him. Yes, they would strive to be like him. And he achieved this in such a remarkable way, unheard of in all of history, how, how, to what extent his followers are striving to be like him, to follow the sunnah of the Prophet The Sahaba started it. They wanted to be like the Prophet So to follow the sunnah in all aspects, in all aspects, Everything he would do, they wanted to do. To be like him. That is the effect of his naming of them, how he called them. He called them his sahabas, companions, companions. 
not followers or disciples and so on, where they feel that they're below and there's no way that they can be like the leader. No, the Sahabas felt this closeness to the Prophet His companions said that he treated each of them in such a special way that each one of them felt as if he or she was the favorite companion of the Prophet Imagine this. And he had thousands of companions. For example, when he did his farewell Hajj, when he announced he is doing his farewell Hajj at here, the Muslims started to converge in Medina, and he left Medina for that Hajj. More than a hundred thousand Sahabas were with him going for Hajj. So he had he had many companions, many Sahabas, but. They said that each one of them were treated in such a special way by the Prophet that each one of them felt as if he or she was the favorite companion of the Prophet That is a miracle in and of itself, how they felt. And there are some narrations which said that they saw how he would treat Sayyidina Abu Bakr as Siddiq. And they would ask him from, from time to sometimes, they'd ask him, Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, am I your favorite companion or is Abu Bakr your favorite companion? They would ask him. And the Prophet would, would smile. He wouldn't respond to them. He'd just smile, remain quiet. You know, this is the way of the Prophet. This Jabrul Khawatir, amazing quality he had, always making people at ease and making them happy and comfortable, bring out, bringing out the best in people. So this is how he treated his companion. I say this is a miracle in and of itself because if anyone has just a few children, four children, it's, it's sometimes difficult to treat each one of them in such a special way that each one of them would say, I am the favorite of mom and dad. Usually one of them would say, maybe this, the youngest one would say, I'm the favorite of mom and dad. And the other three would say, yes, they agree with that. They see how how it happens. It's, it's difficult for a parent if they have six children like this, just few, to treat them in such a way that each one of them would say that I'm the favorite of mom and dad. Very difficult. You, and later on in life, they grow up and they're fighting about property and this and that. Brothers and sisters, blood relations. Uh, they, they, this happens. It's difficult. Yet the Prophet says, I'm treated as companions in such a way they all felt he or she, they're the favorite companion of the Prophet He had thousands of them. Such an amazing achievement of the Prophet This great educator, in fact, the greatest educator ever in the history of humanity. Look at his followers, look at the Muslims today, look at the relationship with the Prophet. One of the litmus tests of an educator is that they teach their students something and the students practice it, implement it. And who can compare with the Ummah of Rasulullah How they related and how they still relate to the Prophet So little, many little things that they would do and big things as well in following the Prophet every aspect of their life. It's so amazing, miraculous that you can have billions of Muslims 
doing what one person is telling him to do, the Prophet ﷺ. He is certainly the greatest educator ever in the history of humanity. And so these are aspects of his greatness that we want to share with you. That in each of these aspects, greater than anyone ever in, throughout history, and certainly he must be described as the greatest one ever. As Allah subhanahu wa says in the Quran, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ The Prophet is truly the greatest ever. And may Allah subhanahu wa bless us to follow in the footsteps of the Prophet and especially so in this month of Rabi'il Awwal as we continue our celebration and commemoration of the Prophet وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين واخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين والسلام عليكم ورحمه الله تعالى وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان مولد الرسول مبارك teach and every you every one of you once again so the first lecture the prophet the greatest the greatest human being ever the greatest person that ever walked on the face of this earth. The greatest of the creation of Allah SWT. So you mentioned aspects of that greatness of the Prophet Wasallam, And it's truly amazing. It's truly amazing. Uh, and and I, I want you to share this information with, with others. Yes, yeah, share it with as many people as possible. Uh, and and if, if you have ideas of how you can uh, contribute to sharing this information with others, drop us uh, an email, send us a, a message by email. So we, we, are, we are putting together uh, a subcommittee of brothers and sisters who can help in the propagation of this information uh, to, to others. So you may have access to television programs, media programs, radio programs and so on, uh, where you can, you can show this, uh, this lecture on. TV program and so on and you let us know and we would work with you so you send us an email and we'll have us we will add you to a separate group of brothers and sisters who are interested in being part of the the media subcommittee to promote uh, this concept especially now in light of what is happening uh, in in several places especially in France some other places in Europe where they're attacking the Prophet I, I, I want us to work together to promote the Prophet and these lectures that we do would help a long way towards doing that. The second lecture for tonight, uh, I want to continue from the, what we've started, specifically the consequences of insulting the Holy Prophet Muhammad We did part one uh, yesterday in the previous program and today we're doing part two of that and, and we want to focus on some specific ayah, ayahs, verses in the Quran where Allah SWT is mentioning uh, how he deals with those who are opposing the Prophet and insulting the Prophet and uh, hurting the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So enjoy this beautiful lecture uh, and, and may Allah SWT bless you. We'll have a short break now and then after that we'll have this special lecture for tonight. Shukran.
أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله اللهم افتح علينا فتوح العارفين ووفقنا توفيق الصالحين وانفعنا اللهم بالقرآن والذكر الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما يقربنا منك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم لا سهل إلا ما جعلته سهلا وأنت يا حي يا قيوم تجعل الحزن إذا شئت سهلا سهلا اللهم أعزنا من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا وأصلح لنا شأننا كله لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين آمين آمين أما بعد My dear respected brothers and sisters السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته May the peace and blessings of God Almighty be with each and every one of you. We continue our series on this important topic, the consequences of insulting the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wasallam. I start with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the Quran in Surah Al-Ma'idah, chapter 5, verse 67. Wallahu ya'asimuka minan nas. And Allah will defend you from people who want to harm you. This is the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his revelation in the Quran. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says uh, he will do for the Prophet alayhi He will protect the Prophet He will defend the Prophet from people who want to cause harm to the Prophet And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his power is kun fayakun, and he declares in the Quran that he will protect the Prophet. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has done that. In it, uh, it, uh, 14 centuries ago uh, in Mecca, in Medina, during uh, that time of the Prophet, والسلام, and even after the Prophet والسلام, uh, passed away, left this dunya, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continued to protect him and to defend him, defend the honor of the Prophet And that happens even up to this day. We, we mentioned in our previous lecture in this series uh, several incidents, amazing incidents, of how Allah subhanahu defended the Prophet from different people who wanted to cause harm to the Prophet who uh, mocked him, who said hurtful things to him and about him. Uh, we, we mentioned the example of Utbah, uh, the son of uh, Abu Lahab, who uh, was destroyed by this lion uh, when the Prophet made dua against him because of how he uh, disrespected the Prophet ﷺ, the horrible things he said to the Prophet ﷺ. I want today to 
share with you some important verses in the Quran from Surah Al-Hijr, the 15th Surah in the Quran, starting with ayah number 94 and going to the end of that Surah, uh, ayah number 99. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in Surah Al-Hijr, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Fasda bima tu'maru wa a'rid anil mushrikeen. Inna kafaynaka al-mustahzi'een. Inna kafaynaka al-mustahzi'een. Truly, we will suffice you against the mockers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is declaring this again in this Quran. Inna kafaynaka al-mustahzi'een. Fasda bima tu'maru wa a'rid anil mushrikeen. Inna kafaynaka al-mustahzi'een. Al-lazina yaj'aluna ma'allahi ilahan akhar fasawfa ya'lamoon Walakad na'alamu annaka yadiku saduruka bima yakulun Fasabbih bihamdi rabbika wa kum minas sajideen فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ وَكُمْ مِنَ السَّاجِدِينَ وَعَبُدْ رَبَّكَ حَتَّى يَأْتِيَكَ الْيَقِيمِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals then in these eyes. And then before that, from ayah number 89, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقُلْ إِنِّي أَنَا النَّذِيرُ الْمُبِينَ كَمَا أَنْزَلْنَا عَلَى الْمُكْتَسِمِينَ الَّذِينَ جَعَلُوا الْقُرْآنَ عِدِينَ فَوَرَبِّكَ لَنَسْأَلَنَّهُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ عَمَّا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning the activities of some people who in that time, 14 centuries ago, in a time of some, they would try to uh, mock the Prophet alayhi salatu salam, to, they would try to do uh, things to uh, destroy the Quran <coughs> and so on. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals, and say to them, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, O Prophet Muhammad, I am indeed a plain warner to you. وَقُلْ إِنِّي أَنَا النَّذِيرُ الْمُبِينَ As we have sent down on the muqtasimeen, the conspiring confederates, the conspiring confederates, who have made the Qur'an into parts, so that they would mislead people and give people the wrong message of the Quran. In, in today's world, uh, people who would do uh, this uh, cut and paste out of context to mislead people. And today, you, ha you had them then, you have them now. People who do this uh, with the Quran, they, they quote it out of context uh, to, to say that the Quran is a, a book of evil and wrong things. The haters of Islam and the haters of the Quran will do that. So by your Lord, we shall certainly call all of them to account for all that they use to do. 
Therefore, openly proclaim what you have been commanded and turn away from the idolaters, the mushrikeen. Truly, we will suffice you against the mockers. This is another powerful statement Allah SWT is making in the Quran. As, as he said before, Wallahu And here, Truly, we will suffice you against the mockers. We will take care of you. Against those who are mocking you. Who made, an, who made another God along with Allah. But they will surely come to know. They're worshipping other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or along with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala worshipping idols. And this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is warning them. Indeed, we know that your bosom, your chest becomes tight because of what they say. You, you, you become constricted, meaning the Prophet uh, th that he is affected by what people say. And by extension, the believers, we are all affected by what people say to, about the Prophet We are hurt. We, are, we feel insulted when people are attacking the Prophet Indeed, we know, Allah SWT is saying now, we know that your bosom, your chest becomes tight because of what they say. You become constricted, you're hurt. So glorify the praises of your Lord and be of those who prostrate themselves to Him and worship your Lord until that which is certain, certain that means death, comes to you. Wa'bud rabbaka hatta It's powerful ayah that concludes Surah Al-Hijr that Allah SWT reveals in the Quran. So, these verses at the end of uh, this important, wonderful Surah Surat Al-Hijr in the Quran states many important things. Allah Subhanahu is commanding the Prophet to say to people, I am a plain warner for you. Nadir. Wakul inni ana nadir al mubin. The Prophet among his role as a prophet, his responsibilities as a messenger, is to tell people that he is the warner. To tell them this and then to warn them about different things. What would happen to them if they disobey him, if they do not follow him. And so this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the Quran. This message from Allah subhanahu wa to his creation. He gives this message to the Prophet so the Prophet would, con would convey this message to people. And this is one of his duties, one of his respons responsibilities, that he is the warner. And Allah subhanahu wa mentions this in, the, in other places in the Quran, such as in uh, Surah Al-Ahzab, for example. Ya Nabi, Ya Ayyuhan Nabiyu, Inna Arsalnaka Shahidan wa Mubashiran wa Nadheera wa Da'iyan ila Allahi bi-idhnihi wa Sirajan Muneera Nadheera This is among the, the great responsibilities that the Prophet ﷺ is given. And so he knows what will happen to people. And as those who uh, reject the message of the Prophet and then they, they go further 
to attack the Prophet to insult the Prophet Great is the punishment, severe is the punishment that they will suffer as a result of doing this. In the hadith it's mentioned, and in both the Sahih, Sahih Muslim, Sahih Bukhari, the hadith is reported, uh, narrated by Sayyidina Abu Musa al-Ashari radiallahu anhu, who said that the Prophet sallallahu said, the parable of myself and that with which Allah has sent me is that of a man who came to his people and said, O people, I have seen the invading army with my own eyes and I am a clear warner to you. So escape from the invading army that's coming to attack you and to kill you. Some of his people obeyed him and set out at nightfall, setting off at a slope, so place and managing to escape. Others did not believe him and stayed where they were, where they were in their homes until the next morning when the invading army overtook them and destroyed them, wiping them out because they did not listen to the, to the messenger. This is a parable of the one who obeys me and follows what I have brought and the example of the ones who disobey me and reject the truth that I have brought. So the consequence now of obeying and following the Prophet he is this clear, clear warned to people. Rather than opposing him, disbelieving in him, rejecting him, and then going beyond that to insult him, to defile his memory, to say bad things about him, to draw and publish cartoons about the Prophet This is a terrible sin to commit and grievous is a punishment indeed. So the Prophet says that the parable of himself and what Allah has sent me is like a man who is telling his people of an army that's coming to attack them. Right? If they, and he told them they should escape before the army comes because the army will kill them. And th th there, there's a group that listened to him and obeyed him. And they left, they went away, and they were saved. But the, there, there's another group that did not believe the prophet, the message he brought, did not accept him. And they decided to stay where they were. And the next morning, the army came, the, the, the invading army came and killed them, wiped them out. So the prophet said, this is the, the parable of him and the message he's brought. That if you listen to his message and you obey him and follow him, you will be saved. You will be saved in this way. So be mindful, people, people should be mindful, including non-Muslims, about how they respond to the Prophet One of the things we mentioned in our previous lecture is that the Prophet at one point in time, he engaged in expanding the public da'wah. The first phase was a private or secret da'wah, calling people privately in early years in Mecca. Then the public da'wah, he made a public pronouncement. And then in Medina, he went beyond that to uh, go beyond the Arabian Peninsula, the immediate geographical vicinity of, of Mecca, Medina, Taif, that, that entire area, he went beyond that, to invite other people important people now, uh, powerful people, rulers, kings, leaders of countries and nations, leaders of large tribes and so on, 
invite them to uh, Islam, to accepting Islam. And there's the example of the, the re response. He, he sent a letter of invitation, a letter of da'wah, to Hiracle, Zaim Rome, governor of Rome, right, the Caesar. He sent a letter to Caesar, uh, the leader of Rome. And he also sent a similar letter to Khosros, emperor and king of Persia. And we mentioned in the lecture that how uh, Khosros, the, the emperor of Persia, how he responded in a bad way, ripped the letter up, you know, said bad things with the Prophet and mistreated the emissary, uh, the messenger that the Prophet sent with that message, and so on. And then when the messenger came back to Medina, told the Prophet how Khosros responded, he made dua against him. He made dua against him. And we see that coming to pass. On the other hand now, Caesar, when he received the letter, he treated the emissary well, with respect and honor. This man is coming from the Prophet Muhammad And he respected the letter also. He kept it. He kept it in a safe place, in a beautiful place, um, out of respect for the letter, even though he did not accept Islam. But he respected the emissary, the person who brought a message from the Prophet the Sahaba, and he respected the invitation, the letter itself, kept it in a golden container uh, in, in this way, treated in this way. And then the Prophet Ali Sallallahu was not angry with him because he did his duty, he sent him the letter invitation, and it's his choice whether he wants to accept or not. La ikraha fideen, his mat is now with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But because of them treating this letter of the Prophet in such an honorable, respectable way, uh, their kingdom was extended. That, uh, and he handed down this letter with instructions that each ruler thereafter must keep this letter in a safe way. And their, their kingdom would be safe and protected as long as they protect this letter. So important it is, the letter of the Prophet right. So how people respond to the, the Prophet And the Prophet is mentioning it in this hadith. That's, that's in both the Sahih of uh, Imam Bukhari and the Sahih of Imam Muslim, how they would respond. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, as I, I, the Prophet is commanded to say, Inni ana nadhirul mubeen. Kama anzalna ala al-muqtasimeen. This muqtasimeen now, the conspiring confederates. And refers to those who had made a pact to oppose, deny, and insult the Prophet Yes, look at this. They made a pact, an agreement. They come together to oppose and deny and insult the Prophet and the prophets in general. Mukatasimin is how the Quran refers to them. Allah Subhanahu tells us about the people of Saleh, for example. They said, swear to one another, taqasamu. By Allah that we shall make a secret night attack on him and his household. 
that is, they pl plotted to kill uh, the Prophet Sayyidina Saleh at night. And Imam Mujahid said that taqasamu means they swore an oath. They took an oath to do this. And they swear by Allah with their strongest oath that Allah will not raise up one who dies. This is what they're saying, like they, they are putting limits on the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La yab'athullaha, la yab'athullahu man yamut. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not raise up the one who dies, like they, they kill someone, that's it, that's the end of that person. So that's why they're plotting like this. It will be said, did you not before swear that you would not leave the world for the hereafter? That's what you said, they, that they don't believe that they're going to the hereafter. They would not leave this world for the hereafter because they know what they're being told in the hereafter, they'll be punished. So they say they're not, they're not going there as if they have a choice. They don't. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us in this Quran. There, subhanAllah, this Quran, these verses obviously really re revealed to the Prophet sallallahu 14 plus centuries ago. But they're so applicable today as well. Like people coming together, making a pact to oppose uh, Islam, insult the Prophet deny Islam. And you, you see this happening. You see this happening, like the, the haters, they come together to oppose Islam and oppose Muslims and to say bad things about the Quran and about the Prophet It's happening even now. Allah SWT continues, are they those of whom you saw that Allah would never show them mercy? It is as if they took an oath for every single thing that they denied in this world. So they are called the Muqtasimim. who made the Qur'an into parts. Meaning they have split up the book that were revealed to them. And this now, uh, believing in parts of it and rejecting parts. So uh, dividing up the book. This part they, they accept, this part they don't, that part they don't accept, and so on and so forth. Their, their nafs is taking the better of them. So Allah SWT is saying that they've made the Qur'an into parts. In, in Sahih Bukhari, Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas narrated that, he said, Who have made the Quran into parts? They are the people of the book who divided the book into parts, believing in some of it and rejecting some of it. Those who take some of it, reject some of it. Other scholars have mentioned that Al-Muqtasimin refers to the Quraysh. That the Quran, uh, because they also did the same thing. They would uh, take a part of it that they agree with. They reject the other parts that they don't agree with and so on. So this is what they did. Who have made the Quran into parts, meaning different types. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by your Lord, we shall certainly call all of them to account for all they used to do. Those were the group who said, about the messenger of Allah, so by your Lord, we shall certainly call all of them to account for all that they used to do. Abu Jafar repo reported that, uh, that uh, from Arabia that Abu Ali said, all the people will be asked about two things in the day of judgment, among, among others. 
what they used to worship and what their response was to, to the messengers. So everyone, Allah SWT is establishing an important fact that we all know, but it, it grants us some reassurance to remind ourselves about this, that Allah SWT says, we shall certainly call all of them to account. We shall certainly call all of them to account for what they used to do. Like they're attacking the Prophet ﷺ, they will be called to account for that. And Allah SWT declares that a great humiliation awaits them. There is uh, the punishment of this world, this dunya, and then of the hereafter as well. A great humiliation awaits them. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the next set of ayah, on this same, in this same surah, surah al-Hijr, فَاسْدَعْ بِمَا تُؤْمَرُوا وَعَارِدْ عَنِ الْمُشْرُكِينَ إِنَّا كَفَيْنَاكَ الْمُسْتَحْزِئِينَ So the Prophet alayhi sallallahu alayhi is commanded to proclaim the truth of Islam openly. Therefore, openly proclaim what you have been commanded and turn away from the idolaters. Turn away from the idolaters. So the command to the Prophet to now make this open proclamation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded his messenger to convey what he sent him with and to proclaim this and spread this message, uh, which means confronting the unbelievers about this. That, and this is what the Prophet did in his letters to the leaders, like we mentioned the example of Caesar, uh, Emperor of Rome and Khosrow, Emperor of Persia, to send them letters inviting them to Islam and, and warning them, warning them also because he's a warner, of the consequences, what will happen if they do not accept Islam. Therefore, openly proclaim that which you have been commanded. It means go ahead with it. According to another report, it means, therefore proclaim that which you have been commanded. And so the Prophet did just that. And then the command to turn away from the idolaters and then the guarantee of protection by Allah against the mockers, those who are mocking the Prophet And turn away from the idolaters. Truly, we will suffice you against the mockers. Meaning, convey that which has been revealed to you by your Lord and do not pay attention to the idolaters, the mushrikun who want to turn you away from the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, don't bother with what they would say. Continue to convey this message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because there are people who are wicked, mischievous, evil in their heart. That they oppose the truth of the Prophet the truth from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they wish that you should compromise for them or compromise with them so that they would they would then compromise with you. They want bargaining about belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That, you know, you, you uh, can tell us, preach a certain thing, and, but forget some other things. Like what the Quraysh did, you know, or attempted to do with the Prophet They made offers to him that he should stop attacking their idols and accusing them of, uh, of shirk and idolatry and worshipping idols, which they did. They're bargaining it. You compromise in this way, we compromise in this way. We'll, we'll make you our leader, we'll make you king, we'll give you everything you want, and so on and so forth. 
Prophet rejected that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying here that Allah will protect you from them. So don't bother what they are saying, bother what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is commanding you to do. To, uh, and in this case for us now, to convey the message of the Prophet to everyone in a beautiful way. Convey to them that he, what, his message of mercy, his message of love, his message of peace in this way. They wish that you should compromise for them so that they would compromise uh, with you or for you. Do not fear them because Allah will suffice you against them and He will protect you from them. As Allah SWT says in the ayah we quoted at the beginning, O Messenger, O Messenger of Allah, Ya ayyuhar rasulu, Ballig ma unzila ilayka. Proclaim, convey that which has been revealed to you from your Lord. And if you do not do it, then you have not conveyed the message of Allah. And Allah will protect you from people who want to cause harm to you. From people who want to cause harm to you. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declares for his Prophet Imam Ibn Ishaq said that the great ones of the mockers were five people who were the the elders and uh, among their people from the uh, Bani Asad. And they were Al Aswad, Ibn Al Muttalib, Abu Zama'ah, according to what he said he's heard from the Messenger of Allah. And the Messenger of Allah supplicated against them uh, because of the pain and mockery he had suffered at, at, at their hands. And he said, O oh Allah, make him blind and take the life of his son. Uh, uh, from Bani Zahra, there was Al-Aswad, Ibn Abd Yaghud, Ibn Wahab, Ibn Abdul Munaf, Ibn Zahra. From Bani Maghzum, there was Al-Walid, Ibn Al-Mughira, Ibn Abdullah, Ibn Umar, Ibn Maghzum. From Bani Saham, Ibn Amr, uh, Ibn Husayz, Ibn Ka'ab, Ibn Lu'ay. Uh, uh, there was Al-As, Ibn Wa'il, Ibn Hisham, Ibn Sa'id, Ibn Sa'ad. And from Khuza'a tribe, there was Al-Hadith, Ibn uh, uh, Talatila, Ibn Amr, Talatila, Ibn Amr, Ibn Al-Harith, Ibn Abdul Amr, Ibn Malkan. And when their evil went to extremes, and their mockery of went too far, Allah SWT reveals, therefore openly proclaim that which you are commanded and turn, turn away from the idolaters, surely we will suffice you against the mockers. Yes. They, and there, there are several uh, incidents where Allah SWT actually protected him. And he sent Jibreel to protect the Prophet when he was at the Kaaba, protected him from these people. The Prophet uh, was protected by Allah SWT. Wallahi, uh, so th th this protection came in a special way against all those who were insulting him and mocking him. And then it continued now, it continued after him until now. And I'm mentioning this now because uh, throughout the ages there, there, there has always been people who would do this, who would attack the Prophet, insult the Prophet, say bad things about the Prophet is there. But I want you to recognize what Allah subhanahu wa is declaring in this Quran. He will protect the Prophet. And now what do we have to do? Allah subhanahu wa tells us uh, at the end of the surah, 
وَعَبُدْ رَبَّكَ حَتَّى يَأْتِيَكَ الْيَقِينَ The message for us to the Prophet ﷺ, Worship your Lord until that which is certain comes to you. Comes to you. Al-Maut. Death. That which is certain. Allah SWT says, كُلُّ النَّفْسٍ ذَائِكَةَ الْمَوْتِ And then for us now, the followers of the Prophet ﷺ, وَعَبُدْ رَبَّكَ حَتَّى يَأْتِيَكَ الْيَقِينَ That is what we need to do. That we continue to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to strive for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to promote the message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to His Prophet to promote the Prophet and His message, His example to people. That He is this Nabiyyur Rahmah, the Prophet of Mercy. The great Prophet of Mercy, Nabiyyur Rahmah, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That people can know the beauty and the greatness of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And when, when you do this, you will win over hearts. There, there are some Muslims who may be on the fence and not uh, wanting to engage uh, with the Prophet You win over their hearts and they become great followers of the Prophet And then non-Muslims as well, the people who you're in contact with, your neighbors, co-workers, and so on and so forth. You tell them about the Prophet ﷺ, that they, they would have this beautiful feeling about the Prophet ﷺ. And really, for someone, including a non-Muslim, if they have this beautiful feeling in their hearts towards the Prophet ﷺ, they are blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even a non-Muslim. If they have love for the Prophet ﷺ, that may be the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guiding them to Islam. So we have to make our effort. And I want you to do this in these times when the Prophet ﷺ is being insulted and attacked and so on and so forth. We have to defend him. Uh, rise up, stand up, and defend the Prophet ﷺ by what we say, what we do. And may Allah SWT bless us to do that. To defend the honor of the Prophet ﷺ and promote him to everyone that we come in contact with, family, relatives, friends, other Muslims, non-Muslims, and so on. May Allah SWT bless us to do that. Ameen, ameen, ameen. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim and welcome back inshallah for our dua, a special dua for tonight and we, we want to uh, recognize our sponsors for the dinner program in uh, this uh, month of Rabi'al Awwal and tonight the uh, admin staff sponsoring the dinner program we also want to bless all of them for the hard work they do and tonight they're also sponsoring the dinner program. And there are several requests for dua. We want to make uh, dua for everyone who requested dua, inshallah. And tonight is the birthday of Sidi Naim Hanif Al Faisal. Uh, we wish him a special happy birthday, greetings, and 
Uh, we make special dua for CD 900 for Faisal, um, one of the columns of support for uh, this live stream program. He does a lot of great work. CD 900 for Faisal from New York. May Allah bless him and bless his wife, City of Oveen, as well. This is Safi and brother Fahim Adin requesting dua from Chicago. This is Shamaira from Manchester, United Kingdom requesting dua. Brother Muhammad Ashraf Patel from Mumbai, India requesting dua. Sidi Junaid Mahmoud from Birmingham, United Kingdom requests dua. So we include all of that request in dua, inshallah. There are several others uh, that I'll mention. Uh, also, Sidi uh, Zain and Sidi Zain Ali and Sidi Reshma requesting dua. Uh, for Sister Rishma's grandmother, who is in hospital, we make for her shifa. She designs mother's sister's aunt, who has a uh, heart illness, we for her shifa. Uh, she designed uncle Nasir, Nasir's brother-in-law, who, who is ill, we make dua for him. And uh, also Abdul Mateen Khandwala, Sister Rishma's uh, brother and uh, his wife, Mumina Malik, they're blessed with a baby daughter. We make dua for all of them, inshallah, inshallah. May Allah bless them. I want to uh, mention some of the names for our donors, inshallah. Uh, and the last bless all of them, uh, including or starting with uh, Sister Brenda Williams from Harlem, New York, for her 30-day automated donation for Rabil Awal. Milos Pantala, bless her for so doing. Uh, <clears throat> Brother Tahir Chowdhury from uh, Connecticut uh, for his second 12-day donation. He actually for the 20-day automated donation. He, he did uh, first the 12-day donation and then he's, he's doing now the 20-day automated donation for Rabiul Awal to get more blessings in the month of Rabiul Awal and to do good deeds for the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Sister Bibi Khan, also for the Rabiul Awal, uh, automated donation, Mila Swantel, bless her. Siti Hawa Vivian from Los Angeles, California, Mila Swantel, bless her. Bless her. Sister Zairul and family from Toronto, for the, all of these are Rabiul Awal, automated donation. Sidi Saad Muhammad from Shelbourne, Ontario, for the Rabiul Awal automated donation. Siti Yasmin Ahmed and family from New York, from Jamaica, New York, for the automated, the Rabiul Awal automated donation. Siti Mahmoud Al Hassan from St. John's, Newfoundland, for the automated, the Rabiul Awal automated donation, inshallah. We want to also want to recognize Siti Imran Durani and family from Mississauga for his donation to the Islamic Forum. Siti Arshia. Uh, from Los Angeles, California, for her donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, Brother Akram Mohanlal and Sister Shaniza Mohanlal for the uh, automated donation, the 12, uh, the, the Rabiul Awal automated donation. May Allah SWT bless them, inshallah. We also want to uh, thank Siti uh, Don Franks from Chicago 
for her donation to the Islamic Forum, uh, the monthly donation to the Islamic Forum. May Allah SWT bless her. Sister Shazima Khan for the monthly donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, uh, Brother Patrick Wilson and family from Mississauga for his donation to the Islamic Forum. Brother Louise Lava, Brother Louise uh, from Stamford, Connecticut, for his donation to the Islamic Forum. We thank Brother Louise. Sister Shamina Owen for her donation to Islam. Sister Ghazal Razi for her. Uh, donation to the Islam Forum. Uh, Brother uh, Afifa, sorry, we started with Afifa, Suhail, then Fahim Khan and his family, and Faraz Khan and his family, all of them. We thank them for their donation to the Islam Forum. And we, we thank Afifa for facilitating this donation from the, uh, the families. May Allah bless all of them. Sister Shaquille Majid from Pembroke Pines in Florida in the United States. Sister Bibi Lazina Mandel, Sister Liz Mandel, Brother Jose Raiz for their donation to the Islamic Forum. Siti Khatul bin Zamanuddin from Seattle, Washington for her donation to the Islamic Forum. Brother Ibrahim Muhammad from Brampton, Brother Ibrahim Muhammad for his donation to the Islamic Forum. Brother Muhammad Jamil Khan for his donation to the Islamic Forum. May Allah SWT bless him. Uh, Sister Nazmun Khan for her donation to the Islamic Forum. Sidi Imran Duranian family once again for their donation to the Islamic Forum. Brother William Akbar from Milledgeville in Georgia in the United States for his donation to the Islam Forum. Brother Shahriyar Mahmoud from Mississauga for his donation to the Islam Forum. Thanks to Brother Shahriyar Mahmoud and family. Siti Sophia Pessoa from Miramar, Florida for her donation to the United States for her donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, once again, Sister Brenda Williams for, from Harlem, New York for her donation to the Islamic Forum. Sister Amina Hussein for her donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, again, Brother Akram Mohanlal and Sister Shaniza Mohanlal for their donation to the Islamic Forum. Siti Ali Rafiq for the monthly donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, Sister Sarah Chohan for the donation for the new Masjid project. May Allah bless you. Sidi Rani Rahman from Mississauga for his donation to the Islamic Forum. Sidi Ahmed Khan for his donation to the Islamic Forum. These are some of the names I want to mention tonight. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of you, inshallah. Um, do, do be mindful. Uh, for those of you outside of Canada, is particularly, uh, last night the time changed in, in Canada. Back to daylight savings. 
and so the, the, it, it was uh, the, the time f uh, fall back for one hour. So there, there's that difference in time. Uh, for for many of you in, in, in the UK already, they change the time, so the time difference would be still five hours. And then for s several of the states in, uh, in, in America, they've changed your time or will be doing so. So do be mindful about the time change because our start time is all, is, it remains the same throughout the year, 7 p.m. Uh, Toronto time, or start time for the daily broadcast, the program. And similarly for Juma, it's 1 p.m. Toronto time uh, throughout the year, the Juma broadcast on Fridays. So do be mindful about that if you need to make adjustments. For example, in, in the Caribbean and South America, in Trinidad and Guyana and so on, there, there would be a time change, inshallah. So please be mindful about that. If you have any questions and so on, uh, let us know. You can send us an email or you type it in the chat, inshallah. Uh, for, for those that entered in the chat, Siti uh, Rabia Lunat, uh, grateful f uh, to celebrate uh, this continuous maulid of Rasulullah here in this daily program. All, every day, uh, our program in this month of Rabi'il Awal is a maulid for the Prophet And then after this program concludes, we have the nightly dhikr majlis, and we've been doing salawat majlis for, as part of the dhikr majlis every night, which starts at 10 p.m. Toronto time, once we finish our program. Sitting Nida Tayyip from Nanit in United Kingdom says that uh, please keep us in your dua. Uh, <coughs> the Prime Minister of the UK has announced the second lockdown for this coming Thursday. So there, there's, there's a lockdown there that will start again. So please, please be safe. Our dua for all our Muslim brothers and sisters in the UK. Allah SWT protect them, inshallah. And then uh, Sister Bibi Chan says, uh, grateful to Allah SWT, this is Sister Bibi Faridir Chan and Brother Samad Chan from Miami, Florida. And once again, we thank you for your donation. We receive it uh, from your nephew who dropped it off here at Islamic Forum. Uh, Sister Bibi Chan says, grateful to Allah SWT for helping me to complete the Quran. Uh, Alhamdulillah. So we congratulate. Uh, very much. It's a Bibi for Edishan for completing the Quran. Another Khatam. And this we will record for the month of November, uh, inshallah. Beginning of November, uh, Sister Bibi Chan completed uh, the recitation of Quran. And inshallah, you'll continue. You'll start off in the beginning, Surah Fatiha, Surah Al Baqarah, like this for your next Khatam, inshallah. This is great news. We, 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 we are thankful to Allah SWT and we congratulate you, Sister Bibi Farida Chan from Miami, Florida, for completing the Khatam of the Quran. Very nice. Then, uh, Sister Abid and Sister Shamal says, Today we've read Juz 30, the last Juz of the Quran, and completed the Khatam of the Quran. Alhamdulillah. This is excellent. So, another Khatam. Uh, so, we are starting. Uh, November very well, Alhamdulillah. Uh, we did our Khatam in September, then five. Then we did more in uh, October 7, and we've, we, we're finishing now. We, ha we recorded two Khatams so far for the month of November. So inshallah, we'll, the, the aim is to at least achieve what we did in the previous month, like seven Khatams, and then improve on that, inshallah. So each one of you, try to make sure you do your Quran recitation every day, at least one page a day, inshallah.
and also see the Zayn Ali uh, finishes Khatm of the Quran and uh, he will uh, continue starting, so he said he's starting the second Khatm inshallah. So uh, the staff, if you can please make a note of the three Khatams that we recorded so far tonight. Uh, make a note of that for me, so you can remind me afterwards, inshallah. So we mentioned Sister Bibi Farida Shan from uh, Miami, Florida, the United States. Siti uh, Abidin, Sister Shamayla from Manchester, and Siti Zain. Those are the three so far. So far, because we still have to go through uh, the the chat and see if there are any more khatams uh, recorded, inshallah. May Allah bless you. So these are the names I wanted to recognize in the chat, inshallah. Uh, and now we'll make dua for everyone, all those who have joined us uh, today in the chat, and all our donors. Uh, all our sponsors today, the staff, the admin staff sponsoring the dinner program, uh, and each and every one of you, we make dua for you, inshallah. And we also include my mom and dad in dua. So please join me in making our dua for today. Allahumma ameen. A'udhu billahi sami al-alim in shaytan rajim Bismillahi rahman rahim Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inna kunna minal zalimeen La ilaha illallahu al-halimul kareem Subhanallahi rabbil arshil azim Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Allahumma inna nas'aluka mujibati rahmatik Wa azaima maghfiratik Wal ghani من كل بير والسلامة من كل إثن اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا خفرت ولا هما إلا فرجت ولا دينا إلا قديت ولا مريضا إلا شفيت ولا مريضا إلا شفيت ولا ميتا إلا رحمت ولا ميتا إلا رحمت ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة هي لك رضا إلا قديتها برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا من لدنك رحمة وهيئ لنا من أمرنا رشدا ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا كرة عين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ودخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase us in tawfiq and kubul and ziyada. Ameen, ameen, ameen. Uh, we want, uh, as, we, as I mentioned before, the focus of our program among them, uh, your safety, your well-being, your good health. Uh, we pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you from the coronavirus pandemic. 
and from all sources of harm, protect you, protect your family, protect your loved ones, keep you safe and secure and healthy, inshallah. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, shower his special blessings and forgiveness upon each and every one of you. For our brothers and sisters in the United States, you know the big event uh, coming up on Tuesday, uh, elections, and we encourage you to go out and vote, inshallah, and encourage uh, the same uh, list of acquaintances, your family members, relatives, your friends, and other Muslims, you know, to vote as well. Uh, it's important that you you, uh, you participate in the process. Your voice is your vote in this case, inshallah. We're not telling you who to vote for. Obviously, you would vote to someone who, for someone who is uh, good for the Muslim community, for Muslims, inshallah. Uh, so, but the important thing, I want you to vote and to tell others to vote as well, our brothers and sisters in the United States. And the same message for those of you in other countries when there are national elections in, in Canada, sorry, in your country, wherever you are, Canada or Guyana, Trinidad, uh, UK, Europe, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, so many different countries that people in Australia, Sidi Ibrahim and, and other Marids, they are joining us. New Zealand, uh, the different European countries. Uh, we have uh, brothers from families from Philippines, from Ghana in Africa, uh, Nigeria, Sis Aisha, Ajao, and so on. Uh, so many people in different countries in the world. The same thing we want to encourage you to do, participate in the process so you can make a change and, and do something to promote Islam in a good way, inshallah. So, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless each and every one of you. We'll see you tomorrow night, same time, 7 p.m. Toronto time. So, we've changed our time. You can do a quick Google search for where you are to know the difference between Toronto time and your time. That's an easy way for you to find out so to ensure, inshallah, that you are joining us uh, on time, six, six, 7 p.m. Toronto time. Until we meet again, may the peace and blessings of Allah SWT be with you. May Allah SWT keep you in the shade and protection of His special mercies. Ameen. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.